Welcome back to another episode of The Crease Dive. Today is Wednesday, December 16th, a day that will live in infamy. Because for the first time in quite some time, at least a few years here, there will be one and only one professional field lacrosse league. The news came down today that the PLL and the MLL will be merging a monumental day in the sport. I'm Jordy from Barstool and with me again, back in action. As always, we've got Mr. Shido on the mic, Jake, huge day for the sport, huge day for us because we're finally back. So it's, it's great to see you and have you been over these uh, last last couple months that we really haven't been in contact. Yeah, we just, we, we haven't had much to report. Uh, so uh, it, it's, it's nice to be back. Um, the, the, the boys are buzzing right now, if you, if you can't tell. Uh, the, the news is buzzing. Uh, I, I have to respect the, uh, the PLL dropping it, uh, dropping their news at a respectable, what is it, 11 a.m. Eastern. You know, that was perfectly calculated time. I know the, I know the Rables did that on purpose. And, uh, you know, as, as is customary, we already have some complaints. Uh, we've, we've already dealing with some complaints, and uh, that's fantastic. I, I'd love to see that the first thing you see when, uh, you know, you've got two of these leagues who are pretty much at odds with each other merging is that we get to complain. I, you know, I have always respected uh, the, the, uh, the, the ability of some people to literally just take something and turn it into a big steaming pile of dog shit at will. So, you know, we're, we're dealing with that already, but other than that, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm excited for the boys. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel comfortable saying that we deserve this. Like this is a really great thing for the sport. I don't think that we've done anything as a lacrosse community to deserve such a thing. Um, but it is, you know, we'll, we'll get into some of those complaints in, in a little while, but we don't want to start off on a negative note right. because we we're won't. not, we're not you, you, you hard C words out there on the internet. Um, we're, we're going to, you know, this is a huge day for the game. And I think that it's something that yes, was inevitable, right? Like, so when October, 2018 news comes out that Paul Rabel, his brother, Mike, they're going to create a new league called the premier lacrosse league. And you see the new league, you see all the players who are going to jump ship right away. Um, and in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, like there are only two, possible scenarios to how this ends either the mll just like folds completely they go under in a few years or eventually the mll is like oh shit like we can't really keep up on our own so it makes more sense for us and you know makes more sense for everybody if we merge these two things back together um i'm i'm pretty pumped that it ended up being like this situation as opposed to the MLL just going under. I think that that probably would have been a pretty rough look for the game. Um, but it, it's something that was inevitable, but it's still like, it's still shocking to see. And I don't know if it happened now because of like the pandemic and maybe just, you know, ne neither league made enough money on their own because of the shortened season and not having fans in attendance and shit like that. So I don't know if like that kind of pushed it this direction this early because it's only been two years or if this was something that was going to happen this time anyway. Um, but like 
how did you feel like right away when you first saw the news? Cause mine was, holy shit. I can't believe, I can't believe it actually happened kind of, but I can't believe it actually happened like already. All right. So the way that I felt when I saw it was it's about time. I, I think that I'm not sure whether I would, I, I mean, I saw, you know, I, I know a bunch of guys who are in the MLL right now, you know, one of my, uh, the guys who, who uh, in the uh, coach program with uh, James Leary, he's probably one of the best uh, guy, you know, best guys I've ever ever played with. He plays in my men's league sometimes. Like he's he's really fucking good, but he, he plays for the Cannons, right? So it's like, when am I going to see some of these guys hop over to the PLL? And now it's like, oh, cool. Now these guys have an opportunity to play on 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 this stage too. And it wasn't like the MLL had terrible competition, right? It's just you know how long can they stay viable? Um, and you know, what was their breaking point? And apparently, you know, there was, I'm sure there was a closed door number that was discussed. There were contracts negotiated, what have you. I'd be interested to see how long they've been talking about this because to me, this could have been, it, you know, they, we, we, they could have been doing this under wraps for a year. You know, see, they could have been, I don't, I don't think so. Because, you think it was a quick one? So, uh, well, because before it happened, like, like everyone at this point knows that, Paul and his brother like had reached out to the MLL before they had to sure. break off and make a new yeah. league. And they were like, Hey, that. like, you know, like let's, let's do something. Let's kind of change things around here. And the, and the MLL was kind of like, uh, no, like you guys can go fuck yourself. So like, I think that there was just like so much, I don't know if it's like ego pride, whatever, but like there, just so much like ego of MLL being like, no, nah, like, we are doing like we've been doing this shit for a few years now we're going to keep doing it the way that we're doing it so i can't imagine that like they were like as soon as the pll had one season they're like okay like let's start working on a merger like they were probably still like oh we're gonna outlast these guys i have to imagine that the pandemic probably played a huge role in making it happen now as opposed to later um just because like how much you have to imagine that both of these leagues lost a shit ton of money because of the pandemic. I mean, like, like I'm like sure they every, didn't hit their like, number. Like everything, like if if the NBA and the NFL, if like all those leagues lost a shit ton of money, um, like I have to imagine that both of these leagues were pretty hurting. Um, so just it it would probably make a lot more sense right now. I mean, that's a that's a good take, right? That's a, that's a pretty good take. You say that, oh, hey you know, maybe the MLL comes back and they say, hey, you know, you love the game. We love the game. We don't have enough money to keep these guys on their contracts. Like, can can we work something out where we just continue the sport so everybody wins, right? And then the MLL also has a chip in the game saying like, well, you got, we know you guys probably didn't hit your number either. So, you know, maybe maybe they can work together. You know, I, I I've, that's, pro- that's probably a, a very good, very good take. I, I didn't really, you know, consider that, but I mean, there's, there's a ton of talent in the MLL. And I think one of the first things people think is like, well, you know, that's a hundred guys who aren't going to be able to play professionally. And I think, I think the, the more appropriate take is that's a hundred guys who aren't at the caliber of where the best players are in the world. I think that, I, I think that the best, the difference between the, the best players in the world and then the next tier down, I think is actually it's, 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 yes, it's, it's, it's a little muddy at points, but I mean, there's some guys who we've seen who are absolutely leaps and bounds above, above the rest. So I think that the take is like, Oh wow. That, you know, that's a hundred guys out of a job. I think it's more like we're just, we're tightening the requirements to, to play professionally. 
Yeah, that that's something that I think right now lacrosse fans are really going to have to get through their heads a little bit is like like it, it's time for this shit to be serious. Like like this is now there's one unified pro lacrosse like you you look back on history and AFL merging with the NFL, then the NFL takes off. Uh the ABA ABA merging with the NBA. NBA then takes off. Right. WHA merges with the NHL. NHL is still, you know, relatively smaller compared to the other leagues, but then the NHL can. T- so, like, now's the time where pro lacrosse can take off after this merger. So, stop treating it like these roster spots are a charity case. And you're like, oh, well, right. I, really, I really like this player. He should be playing professional. It's like, okay, like, if you want to play professional lacrosse right now, you have to be really, really fucking good. And if you're not, like, tough luck. Like, there'll be more teams. There'll be more expansions throughout the next couple of years. But if you're not there right now, like, yeah, it sucks. Like, but welcome to life as the rest of us. Like, you're just not there. So, um, I mean, the other the other thing that people have to think about is, like, it's going to force, and unfortunately, it's going to force some of these older fellas out of the league. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Danowski, Matt Danowski and Ned Crotty see this and they're like, you know, if it's time to hang up the cleats, I'll go coach, I'll go do my thing. Because, like, you know, if you were – if I think uh, Ryan Conwell maybe – I think Ryan Conwell posted, he's, he, like, popped in and whispered. He's like, by the way, the Cannons technically drafted Sowers and Teat. So, like, you get guys like Michael Sowers and Jeff Teat who, who – uh, fucking Lyle – Right. And it's like, where's the roster spot for, for our older guys who are over the hill? I, you know, you might see, you might see Kyle Harrison hang, hang up the cleats too. Well, you know? so, so real quick on that, um, just, just so that we're not spreading any uh, questionable. It, it, I, it, listen, I will, I will instigate. I will not spread rumors. Okay. Well, I will instigate. Well, what, <laughs> and, I, and I love that about you. Um, what I'm saying though is I, I don't think that the cannons have a roster, right? Like I don't. Oh, no, 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 no. They don't. They don't. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, like in in terms of like, you know, just pure speculation, right? Just yeah. just imagine, just imagine if you know they did an expansion draft. The cannons got like two picks and they picked up two absolute superstars, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. They, 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 yeah. That would that'd be it's the same situation that I'm talking about. So, I mean. I, I think it's cool that they're honestly. How about let's 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 change modes here. How cool is it that they're taking the coolest name from the MLL and keeping that Cannons Lacrosse Club? Like that's that's and easy. I, and I feel like the Cannons are probably like like they're that's the team where when you think about the MLL, like I guess Lizards a little bit are like kind of there, but when you think MLL, it's it's like Cannons or Bayhawks actually. I'd say and like honestly, a Bayhawk is. They're they're like a historic team in the MLL, but it's like a stupid, real stupid name. Um, so when I think about MLL, I immediately go to the Cannons. So it just makes yep. a lot of sense to keep them. Um, I wonder, like, do you think that they did that because like that's the easiest, like the most marketable name, or do you think it was like okay, like you guys won the last uh, MLL Cup or whatever Steinfeld Cup, whatever it's called? Uh, you guys get to keep your name. I'd like oh, to... come, come on. I mean, you know that the Ravels did market research. I'm sure they had focus groups and shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that they looked at their in-game. Wait. I mean, purely, I bet they have the most followers on Twitter. You know, that, that Cannons account. Of all, of, all, of all of them. You know, I think, yeah. that's, I think the Cannons are a household name. I think 
I, I think that was probably an easy decision for them. Yeah. Um, it, it would be interesting to see the cannons keep the majority of their team and then like mm-hmm. bring in like a few expansion picks. Like I, I, I would be curious to see like how they would shape up against uh, like an already established PLL team. Obviously that won't be the case, but um, like, I hope that they're able to kind of do that when they go through the expansion draft, like um, you know, just have their pick of, guys in the MLL pool coming over and then just picking and choosing a few guys from the other seven teams. Yeah. I, I, I mean, now, now this player pool becomes very, very interesting because you've got, you know, whereas in the PLL, you know, there's guys who are pro, you know, as, as voted on by the players, there's guys who are in the, in the top 20 that, you know, most people really haven't heard of, you know, even like John Haas, Right. There's a, there's a lot of guys who really made a name for themselves in the PLL as relative unknowns. It's going to be exciting to see some of these guys who jump over, like, you know, guys like Bradley Voigt, you know, uh, guys who, um, I mean, there's a whole list. Like I, I can't, I can't, you know, Brennan Sunday, like I can't even, you know, begin to start uh, about how big the talent pool is. So that'll actually, that'll be a very interesting expansion draft. I wonder if they will, if you have eight teams, right, what do they dress, like 22? I wonder if they'll maybe expand it to, like, 24, you know, and maybe an expansion draft everybody gets. So you so you kind of sprinkle a little bit of the talent onto, onto the other teams too. And that might even be more if you have, like, as I've speculated, as I've, as I've instigated, some of the old guys retiring. And I don't say old, as you know, age is just a number, right? But I don't, you know, some of the guys who are on the back half of their career. Yeah. And, and I think that having the two leagues merging together will allow like, cause like the reason why you can't dress 24 guys per game now is because neither team has the money to pay. Right. Like you, you can't be handing out 24 guys per team, a paycheck for, for suiting up, you know? So, you know, you can, you can only dress 18 to 20 or whatever, because like that's realistically, all you can afford to pay. Uh, so now that both teams or both leagues are together, maybe financially they're in a spot where they can, yeah. you know, they can afford to pay 24 guys to suit up per game. Um, and then, you know, when, you know, now they're sharing all the same uh, broadcast deal money. Now they're sharing yep. all the same advertising money. So like from a business side of things, it just makes so much more sense for there to be one league and like you know the this what's what's the saying like competition breeds excellence or something like that or 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 whatever i'm I'm sure it's on i'm sure it's in a locker room somewhere you know you tap yeah yeah yeah, you tap it you tap it on your way out but like like having both leagues compete for like now mll is like okay like we have to concede that you guys figured shit out on like a marketing side. You guys were able to figure it out. Like the, the broadcast deal, um, doing all the social media, like all that shit. Um, we've had like kind of some sort of like business infrastructure for a while. Like, was it very good? I, it doesn't seem like it was, but like, at least like they have like that basis to go. So like they can just combine everything there and it's just going to make for a much better product for the players, which will then make it a much better product for all of us watching at home. I, I can't, I can't agree more. I think that, 
I think that it was kind of necessary to move the game forward, like you alluded to in the beginning, you know, after, you know, historically mergers in sports have gone very, very well. Um, you know, it, 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 now, you know, that they're pooling resources, you know, maybe we do see a little roster expansion and, you know, I, I really hope that they keep the same track, you know, the same traveling model. I don't really, I don't really see them changing the traveling model, uh, you know, given that everything in the world go, go, uh, and gets incrementally better. Um, you know, but again, like the PLL bubble was done so, so gracefully, uh, this summer that, you know, I'm, I'm very gracious that we were able to watch that. And, you know, again, you absorb another league, you absorb its resources. So I'm sure that the Rables have been extremely busy, uh, you know, getting, and, and it's not just the Rables. Whenever we say that we, we kind of, it's, it's, it's in a joking manner, you know, uh, it's not, there's a, there's a whole board of operations. There's all sorts of guys who are, you know, behind the scenes, you know, really, uh, I think they're uh, all related the, somehow. Though. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, yeah. They, it's, it's Rable cousins, and all, yeah. Ray's cousins and, and what have you, Rable's gigantic family or something like that. But, uh, it, you know, more to the point, you know, it's going to be a, a much better product, and, uh, you know, with an extra team, to me, to me, that means more games. So more lacrosse is more games, more podcasts, more tweets, more content, more things for us to talk about when we're avoiding doing actual work. So I think that it's great for us. You want to know what else is, is great about this? What is great? So, like, I'm, I'm sure that you have some, some fr- do you have friends? Um, uh, it depends on the day. Okay. Day. But, but I'm sure that some of the friends that you have aren't necessarily huge lacrosse people and you know, they, they see a game pop up on the, like, they kind of, they know what's going on, but they're still not like completely plugged in. And they're like, wait a minute, like what the hell, like, why is there a PLL? Why is there an MLL? Like, what's the difference? What's going on? Like, why are there two leagues? Like that doesn't I'm so excited to not have to answer any more of those questions. It's it. There's one league. It's easy for everyone to understand. You don't have to watch NBC sports one night and then, you know, PLL. And then all of a sudden on ESPN, you get an MLL highlight and you're like, Hey, uh, Jordy, what the hell is going on here? Like what, why are there two leagues? <laughs> like my smooth brain can't comprehend this, this very, uh, standard concept that has happened plenty of times before in history, but not having to deal with those questions anymore. And it also just, it legitimizes the sport because like, that's the thing too. It's like when, when there are two different leagues, there's not even, you don't really have one. If you have two leagues, that's a, that's really a huge, but that, that's a huge brain take. I just want you absolutely NASA take you've got there when there's two leagues, you really don't have one. That's and, right. And that's now, perfectly right. And now lacrosse has one and that just legitimizes it. And that's great for everybody. You, you really should have, uh, you should have just put that as the title of your blog. It, it should have been just to it. I, I, I just, I just wrote it over and over again, like Bart Simpson at the chalkboard. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, just, I mean, it's, it's wholly exciting for everybody involved you know i i and 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 now you know now now i'm ready to take it on now i'm ready to take on some of the some of the some of the criticism one of the criticisms was that of this so far that i've seen is other than the the 100 players being out of a job which we've already just ground into the dirt you're an idiot if you think that it's that they should have come over with more teams i disagree 
Uh, first of all, if they wanted your input on how many teams they had, they were going to have, I guess they should have just asked you, right? Uh, the other thing is, how about you fucking try absorbing an entire league and bringing over three or four of their teams? That's got to be inc- that's going to be a logistical nightmare, right? And it's not. I mean, it, you, when you when you when you do a merger, yeah, you you want to. Uh, to me, it's less of a merger. It's they're calling it a merger, but let's let's be honest. It sounds more like an acquisition. When you acquire something like that, they have to conform to your way of doing things, right? So your way of doing things, when you add a new league, you do an expand, you add a new team, you do an expansion draft. All right, you don't want to bite off more than you can chew. What if they went to three or four leagues, or three or four more more teams, and then it just got incredibly fucking complicated? Well, and, and another thing, like like you, you have to get an even an even amount of teams. Oh, absolutely. And so the fact that the PLL had seven. It's like, okay, like we can either take one, which is, you know, I, I, I get it. Like you're, you're taking over a whole league and you're only bringing one over. Like I, I get why some people would be like, well, that doesn't really seem like you're merging. It does seem like an acquisition. But I, like I think in a perfect world, two teams would have been fine. Sure. But once you get to three, then it's like, okay, like we're, we're bringing in way yeah, too many, way, way too many more teams right away. Like that's just going to, throw off like like every like you're you're almost adding half of the amount of teams that you've already had so it's either one or three and one's the only one that makes sense there to make it even and you know still bring over some of the league and if you want to make your if you you know if your thing is like we have uh the the best competition in the best league in the world and the best players in the world you know bringing over 60 guys on three teams immediately doesn't reflect that that doesn't reflect the values of the pll right you know it, it's that's bringing 60 it really to be for a lack of better word it really kind of dilutes the talent you know so doing an expansion draft and then you know we'll probably have the craziest college you know college draft uh ever right with all of these you know fifth year guys who are gonna be who are, who are playing um Imagine, uh, yeah. imagine if Pat Spencer comes out today. And he's like, <laughs> oh, guys, I'm back. <laughs> Pat's, Pat Spencer press release for, for, for immediate release. I'm back. We just post one of those cryptically. I wonder what he's up to. I know he's heard the news. Maybe he's thinking about it. He's out on the field right now, probably doing some, just some jump shots or something. He's what dunking insane, right now. That boy what an really insane loves to person. dunk. I know. What an insane athlete. What an insane person. Why couldn't um, he just play lacrosse? I'm trying to think. There, there was definitely something that. Oh, uh, well, yeah. For for all of you, they should have brought over more teams. People like listen. Like the league still owns the rights to all the other teams in the MLL right. now. So like, they're most of them are going to come eventually. Like, un- unless you're like on your deathbed and you're gonna die this summer, like one RIP. And two, if, if you don't die, then you'll be around to see most of the MLL teams make their comeback in the PLL in, in forms of uh, lacrosse clubs. And I, I mean, you know, it'll be all, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, they do their own rebranding and all the, you know, the graphic design guys who, who are, who've been great for the PLL, how they'll, you know, you know, take some, you know, take kind of older designs and modernize them and what have you, so, you know, it's exciting for them. And, uh, I mean, they got, they sound like they got plenty of work to do. Good Lord. Yeah. 
Tell you who I want to see come back, uh, the Riptide. Oh, yeah. They had the, they had the sickest, like, color scheme, right? Yeah, you know, that great color like... scheme. Like, I'm, I'm just picturing Chaz Woodson on the Riptide. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Chaz Woodson right now. Like, uh, like, he, he's like on... wearing a pair of uh, Warrior Super Freaks. Yep. A CPX. Yes. Oh, a CPX. The classic. The classic CPX. Yes. Yeah, the original. I had that one in, in high school. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture on Ryan Jenner. It's on my Instagram. I pulled up Ryan Jenner. He's posted one with Chad Woodson when he was playing for the uh, for the launch. They, had, I mean, I wouldn't mind the launch's color scheme because they get you know the, the, the yellow, blue, and or yellow, blue, and uh, white. That's not a that's not a bad color scheme. They could that has legs. Yeah, and I don't think there no one in the PLL has that one yet. So that, yeah, that no, could work. That could work. Nobody has yellow yet. So I mean, does no I, who. Is there really no one that has the cannons color scheme? That seems like such a classic, just navy, red, and white. Yeah, but there's, you know, they're so dark, right? Uh, let me see. I mean, chaos would be like the closest, but that's black. Yeah, it's red, you know, and there and there's there's this black. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, the the cannons color scheme is basically like the logo of the MLL, you know, that red, white, yeah. and blue, that red, white, and blue. So I, I'm sure that they could. I'm sure they'll do something like that. Man, they really prepped the website and everything for the merger. That's a pretty big announcement. I'm sure. Joe, Joe, Sy cut them a nice little check. Yeah. Here's a, here, here's a couple million dollars just as a treat. <laughs> um, hey, Joe, if you're listening to this podcast, which we know you are, uh, my Venmo is open. I could really use a holiday bonus. So yeah, uh, Jordy, Jordy has been struggling with the broken mic uh, for, I don't know how long it's frustrating, yeah. frustrating. So, you hate to see it. Well, uh, yeah, trying to think if there's anything. I mean, huge news. I think, uh, I, th- I think we broke that down about as best as we can. Overall, there are like at least 10 different things to be excited for with this yes. merger. And like, if, if, you, if you find a way to look past all those 10 things to be excited for and you're still negative about it, you're just – I don't know. There's really no help in you. You're just a negative person. So you were going to hate this. You were going to hate anything that happened. Um, so if, as long as you're a, a normal contributing member of society who is, uh, you know, able to enjoy life in just the slightest, this is great news for everybody. Yeah, it's great news for everybody. I mean, there's, uh, you know, I mean, we could chat about the PLL top 50, you know, the players voting on the players, but I think most of it was pretty self-explanatory. I think there were a few glaring omissions, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't know how they, what do they give each guy a, a, a fucking pen and paper and, a, and rosters and say, here, rank them all one to 50 and then we'll count them up. You know, I, I don't, or maybe, or was it more like a conversation or something? I, I, I'm not, I'm uncertain, and, but I mean, and, like. And there are some omissions, but like, if you're going, if this is, like these aren't like the top 50 players like just based on pure talent this is i i believe that it should be top 50 players from the 2020 season yeah so it's, it's yeah they do it like season to season yeah. right so i mean like like i, I don't know like i i saw a um a image of like you know who are the biggest snubs and like connor fields was on that list and, yeah, because he didn't fucking play. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> like it is, is he like a top 50 talent in the PLL? Absolutely. But did he have a top 50 2020 season? No. Uh, I don't think so. He got benched. 
Yeah, he got. I mean, he, he got benched. You know, if the this this and, I, list and, I, got, and we love we love Connor. We've had him on the podcast. So that's yeah, you know, he's the, Connor, he's but it's but like Connor is the salt of the earth, right? Yeah. But he just had a, a pretty shitty twenty twenty season. Nothing you can really do about that. Um, listen, listen. How many times we've been benched? Like a million times. Like sometimes permanently. Ma- majority of my college career. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, so, why, I'm, that's I mean, why I'm podcasting about lacrosse right now instead of <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of training for the next season. Yeah. Yeah, so like I, t- like, I, like I get an absolute rocket of a mustache that Jake Bernhardt has in his fucking picture, though. Good God, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah, I mean, if you base it off the last season, uh, absolutely. Tom Schreiber, best player in the world, Blaze Reardon. I mean, it's kind of pretty self-explanatory. I thought it was interesting to have the players vote on the players because, like, I'm sure there's a few guys in there that they're like, who the, f- like, who the fuck voted this person that high? You know, that sort of thing. Like, you could argue – you know, I mean, we could argue all day about this, right? But we could, and like that—that's the thing about to. rankings. There's never been anything ranked where people don't immediately start nitpicking and arguing. So that's true. Um, and like, listen, like good, good work by the PLL to get this out because, like, that's probably the point of all of it is to get people talking. Um, unfortunately, we're too smart and we're not going to fall into your trap, Joe Keegs. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Top 50, I like again, a couple guys who were left off the list could have been there, but it, it's literally it's, it's a season ranking. So not like anyone's like, uh, yeah, Connor Field sucks at lacrosse. It's like, no, he just had a bad 2020. Um, last thing, uh, listen, we, and, and, and this is just a kind of an off the cuff conversation. So Jake and I, we haven't really discussed a schedule moving forward. Um, but a a few people have been asking by a few, I mean, like, I don't know, like a handful, um, about dropping more episodes and, and listen, there just really hasn't been much going on in the sport to make it like a, like, like a necessity to drop a podcast. Like we, we could reach out to guys here and there and try to see if we can get some stories out of them or whatever. Um, but it's just been tough to get like, to work out the time to get on the mics, record the podcast, edit everything. Um, since there's not really much going on. So like, obviously a major announcement like today where the PLL and MLL merge obvious reason to, to get us back on the mics. Um, we'll, we'll work on a schedule, but for the most part, especially with like the holidays coming up, um, probably won't be much until we get closer to the college season. Uh, unless Jake decides that he wants to go rogue and just do some solo episodes and just bless you all with that silky smooth voice. I, 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 I might, I'll, I'll always consider it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we have always been, uh, I mean, we're pretty organized. We're pretty regimented, but like, you know, we're not the type, we're not the type of guys who are going to, you know, Oh wow. The PLL dropped their top 50 uh, PLL top 50, uh, reaction, uh, post, you know, we're just like, we don't, you know, we, we care and we recognize that, but we also don't, we, I mean, I don't know about Jordy, but I'm not a huge fan of listening to myself talk. Um, I mean, Jordy, this guy, he just fucking blabbermouth, dude. I know he's over at Springfield on the field just talking, jabbering away at all the kids, just telling him just because he likes to hear himself coach. Um, but, I mean, like, you know, there, there's tons of stuff out there, and we love the game, and we promise we love the game as much as you guys. But at the same time, we don't want to overload you with lacrosse stuff. We don't want to over- overload you with content because, to be perfectly honest, the shit gets annoying, and it can. 
All right, we don't want to make something out of nothing. We want to make something out of out of things that are cool, which is when we do go out and get somebody, you know, we really want, you know, we, we want quality guys other than, you know, the guys we, we can't stand, like fucking Nick Ocello, who is trying to upstage us with speaking, podcasts. Speaking of what, yeah, uh, so... <laughs> Nick Casello and uh, who's he? Evan, Evan, Evan Malloy. So uh, what, the two the two biggest uh, shit talkers I've ever met in my entire life. What I did they call the, them? Dear. The post game. The post game. Okay, uh, so if you're listening to this right now and you made it this far, one thank you for not tuning out already. You sons uh, of bitches. But but do us a favor, go over to the post game and over to uh, on their Apple page. Yes. And and leave a bunch of leave a bunch of quality reviews for those guys. Give them five stars because they're five star guys. But just let them know that Jake and Jordy sent you. Absolutely, those guys are Nick. Uh, obviously, nobody asked Nick to get a podcast ever. Um, but Nick, uh, I believe that Nick is a bigger instigator of online of, of onlineness than I am. He will literally take on anybody and he wins every fucking time. So Nick is great. And then Evan will, Evan will literally give you, uh, the best contrarian analysis of a take, uh, when it comes to lacrosse. And he is very, very good at that. Um, he makes me feel very stupid when I read some of his posts about lacrosse. So, um, if I mean, that's, that's the good stuff. Like, uh, but they're cool guys. Um, I listened to the first episode, pretty chill. Uh, Nick Ocello. I mean, somebody said that we should pay NFL players. We should play PLL players. Like we play NFL players. And I was just imagining Ocello making $750,000 a year, just punching people in the face and uh, talking shit to people on Twitter, which would be the dream. Yeah. It would be the dream. So again, leave those guys some five-star reviews, but, but really make sure that they know that Jake and Jordy sent you. So that so that we can then take credit for their success. All caps. That, that's really, yeah. they, they, you know, uh, and, and I get it. They saw us, they saw the success they have. They saw that the deals were rolling in all of the money that's coming in and they just want to ride our coattails to being internet famous. And, uh, you know, I, I you know, Nick is, Nick is on the clout police. He and Eddie Glazner are, are, are the clout police, but I think that the uh, clout police should be called on him. Mm, little, little, little corruption in the sheriff's right. office. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, boys and girls, it was, it was great to be back. We missed you. We love you. We do. And uh, yeah, I mean, huge day for the sport. So get out there and enjoy it. Uh, just be annoying as shit to everyone. You know that the sport of the future is the sport of the present. And until then we are keeping it low to high to the day we die. We out. <laughs>